Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Wednesday, June the 2nd, the Tuesday, or the Wednesday after Trinity Sunday. And our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Matthew. It's a short reading, but it's incredibly powerful and very, very relevant and meaningful for the world and for the church today. It's Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 20. Matthew 7, 15 through 20. And in this particular passage, Jesus says to the disciples, he's saying it to us, Be on your guard against false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but underneath are wolves on the prowl. Now, that's ominous. This is not uh, the Jesus of uh, sweetness and light. It's light, but it's a light that shines in the darkness. Be on your guard. That is, be prudent. Uh, discern the Holy Spirit against false prophets. False prophets are present uh, in our society we see them all around us today. We see them in the church. Uh, we have to be honest about that. Uh, they're in the church. Who come to you in sheep's clothing. Uh, what are these false prophets? Who are these false prophets? And what is this sheep's clothing? False prophets are those who, as we say, talk a good game. We see them in the world around us. You look at your news, if you can stand it, uh, the newspaper. Uh, false prophets are those who come in the sheep clothing of nice words. Got all the nice, beautiful words, don't they? Social justice, whatever that means. Uh, equality, freedom, justice, fairness. Diversity, pluralism, openness, and the list goes on and on. And they come with all, all the beautiful sounding words. Well, who's not for justice? God's justice, by the way. Who's not for peace, brotherhood, togetherness, equality? Uh, all, of those, all of those words, we're, well, we're all for that. Yet, they're in sheep's clothing. Because underneath, what do we see? We saw it last summer. Violence, destruction, death, division, and hatred. Uh, over the past uh, years, we were supposed to be entering, for example, and I'll use this as an example, of the uh, post-racial society. Back in the 70s and 80s, when these uh, surveys were taken, uh, more than 50%, up into the high 60s and sometimes 70% of blacks and whites indicated that racial relations were good. They, they were all right. Uh, today, it's below 50%. The division and the hatred that has been developed by various groups various teaching things that are taking place in school, critical race theory, 
Black Lives Matter, and various other groups that have stirred up the waters of hatred, division, and strife. That's the work of the evil one, the work of division. The words are there. Jesus says, the words are bold, but the deeds are few. And the deeds that are brought forth are not the deeds of Almighty God's will. They're certainly not in the scriptures. They're not in the teachings of the church. And so we have to we have to be on our guard, Jesus says, uh, with sheep's clothing. They speak the good words. You know that in other areas of life. It sounds too good to be true. It probably isn't true. Uh, we're on our guard. Uh, we got it uh, when we buy something. We're, we're on our guard. Well, when we buy things for our soul and what we give our allegiance to, are we equally on guard? Our soul is worth more than anything we could ever buy in this world or the whole collection of this world, as Jesus says. What, what do we give? What do we trade for our soul? Some people do. We see them. But Jesus says, beware of them, for they are wolves on the prowl, for their own power, their own uh, profit. Uh, this is very, very uh, troublesome, and we have to be on our guard. We have to be prudent and cautious. It doesn't mean suspicion. It means to be prudent, to use good, sound judgment by listening and being guided by the Holy Spirit. And we have them in the church, those who substitute their own interpretations, their own beliefs, their own perspective on what is true and good and right. Um, it's not the word of God. It's not the teachings of the church. Um, one would hope that, uh, and I'm speaking as a Catholic, one would hope that in every household there is a Bible, and along with it, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, a one-volume magnificent book that every Catholic home should have. And when there's a question about what does the church teach, not what Father so-and-so teaches, not what this human being teaches, not what this interpretation is, what is the teaching of the Catholic Church through the centuries that has come to us as a precious gift, a living tradition that we ought to live and we ought to share and to pass on to our children and our grandchildren. Um, it's a beautiful volume that one should have. And the topics that are the questions that come up, you can look in the index. It's filled with passages from Scripture, the teaching of the church fathers, the living tradition of the church down through the centuries, guided by the Holy Spirit. There's the teaching of the church. Uh, that's... That's what we try to form and should form by God's grace, our lives too, and what we teach and what we share with those whom we love and with those who ask us questions. But what does the church teach about this? We have a reference there and always back to the scriptures, always back to the Bible. 
Um, now, how do we know these uh, wolves in sheep's clothing? Jesus says, you know them by their deeds. You see what they produce, the fruits. Jesus said, did you ever pick grapes from a thorn bush? Figs from a prickly plant? Never. Sound tree bear good fruit. Decayed trees bear bad fruit. And uh, Jesus says, a sound tree cannot give you bad fruit. A decayed tree cannot bear good fruit. You can tell a tree by its fruit. The fruits of the Holy Spirit, joy and peace, tranquility, unity and oneness, uh, kindness, uh, charity. Uh, it goes on and on. Read Paul's letter to the Galatians. That opens the fruits of the Holy Spirit to you. Paul lists them there for you. Read uh, Galatians, short letter, and see the listing of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. The fruits of the evil one, division, death, destruction, strife, animosity, resentment, hatred, bitterness, all of those things. We see it around the world, beyond uh, the borders of the United States. We see it with, uh, that, that has grown in recent months. Antagonisms, hatred, uh, Old people talk of peace, but all the while they prepare for war. Religious persecutions are on the tremendous increase around the world. All of this is the work of the evil one. And each day we should be praying for the conversion, for the change within ourselves, our own thinking, our own speaking, our own acting and certainly for those in authority and influence, that they refuse to be the instruments of the evil one and they be vessels of God's holy word and bear the fruits of the Holy Spirit, which are very different. So Jesus tells us today that we are to be on guard and we are to be prudent. We are to be on the lookout for false prophets who come in the sheep clothing of all the nice words, of all the nice sentiments. But beneath, they are wolves on the prowl, and we know them by their deeds. Let us not be taken in by the covering, by the, by the clothing of nice words and nice sentiments. And they say it so nicely and so softly. They're so inviting. And yet we are ravished. Let us always walk with prudence and look at the deeds. Look at the fruit that is brought forth. Is it the fruit of the Holy Spirit or is it the fruit of the evil one, decayed and rotten? That is something that each and every one of us is called to discern each and every day. And so we pray, come Holy Spirit, come. Enlighten our minds, strengthen our will, that we may walk in your ways, almighty God.
May we be vessels of the fruits of the Holy Spirit in our thoughts, our words, and our actions. God bless you.